0: gentlemen it is indeed a great day for freedom my name is mark mandrake and i am here with my lovely co-host the lovely ferrari hello and this is a new podcast that we're going to give a try out on the outbreak podcast network regarding politics and what happens day to day in our world Uh, there is plenty to talk about we tried to minimize it to a few things the best we can um, we're going to have guests on we are going to have videos sooner as opposed to later uh this is just uh kind of kind of a happy thanksgiving shout out since we're doing this on thanksgiving and we want to give thanks to everything uh that's uh okay fuck it 2020s really sucked um
1: I thought the rule was we weren't going to swear on this podcast
0: It was an accident <laughs>
1: All right. Um we are going to be talking about like Mark said um politics, um day-to-day current events, um society, um things that are going on in the world. Um and I'm really, I mean, everybody's talked about it. the biggest thing that's still going on is coronavirus.
0: Yes. Um you know, and, and we'll get into this too. One of the reasons why COVID is still a major problem is obviously first and foremost um, the United States government, led by you know President Trump, uh, has not properly handled this situation. Um, and, and again, people can disagree with this. I really don't care. You can vent your frustrations on the Facebook page or Twitter. But they were practically handed a, a handbook on how to handle a pandemic. And you know, people can say, "Oh, well, that means they knew it was coming." no guys from a scientific aspect we knew a pandemic like this was going to happen actually we thought it was going to be worse if you can imagine that um and trump just threw it out and he put yes men in in his place and some of those yes men uh didn't always say yes uh there, I don't know at it, it last count how many in the United States had, had died from this, but wasn't it like 250 plus thousand? Uh,
1: I think what we were watching today, the number from John Hopkins was 262,000 plus had died. All
0: uh, right. And that's, um, I mean, again, it looks like we're averaging between 1,500 to 2,000 deaths a day. Um, and, and they're projecting, I think it was 319,000 by mid-December uh, that have passed away. Um, that's, uh, that, that's more than the Vietnam War, uh, I think it was World War II, and I believe they said the Civil War, all combined, um, that, that, that have died. Um, The best way I can put this is uh, imagine a small city like uh, Buffalo, uh, you know, or. Oh, yeah,
1: that's more than the population of the city of Buffalo.
0: Yeah, it is. It's it's, but but Buffalo and some of its suburbs and then just imagine they all over the course of a week died.
1: Yeah,
0: a whole city gone. And that's pretty much what we're looking at with COVID um you know what are your thoughts on the vaccinations
1: um i knowing what i know about how vaccines work and how they are created these were fast-tracked um i would really like to see the actual studies and see how many people i know they said that it was tested on this many people but I would like to actually see the proof of that. Um, 95% efficacy rates um, on a vaccine that is less than a year in the making, I think is a lie.
0: Well, and let's put this in perspective. The mumps vaccine, Mm -hmm. when they sequenced it, when they started testing it, they came up with a vaccine, they ran through phase one phase two and phase three trials. Now they actually completed phase three trials before they were able to get it licensed and then sent to market. That took four years. Yeah. That's the fastest vaccine ever made. Um, and at this point we're looking at a vaccine that by the time it hits the public, they haven't technically completed all phase three trials. And we're dealing with a virus with long-term consequences that we fast-tracked. I don't, I'm not saying, look, I I am far from an anti-vaxxer. I I actually totally believe in vaccines if they're the old tried-and-true vaccines that have been around for years. Um, I I, I actually can't stand anti-vaxxers personally Mm -hmm. because you're putting other people's health at risk. Um, which will lead into something else in a moment. And
1: and me, I mean, I, my day job is I'm a veterinary technician in an animal hospital. I mean, we give vaccines every day to dogs and cats. And I mean, you're talking rabies vaccines, public health, you know, distemper vaccines can be public health as well, because you can get distemper guys, like, and don't want to scare you, but like, it's not good. Um vaccines are a very delicate thing that need to be tested and tested and tested. You're injecting something into people's bodies and they're reporting that these vaccines are, you know, this much effective and whatever, but they're not telling you how bad the side effects are.
0: Well, there have been some things that have come out as far as, short-term side effects when you get it. Um, you are you you supposedly feel in, in extremely uh, tired and lethargic and under the weather for a day or two. Um, I did read, though, uh, first-hand accounts from people that have gotten it where it's longer than a day or two. Um, they actually felt this way for like a week.
1: Well, and we don't even know if there's long-term side effects to the vaccine.
0: No, I agree with you on that. I agree with you on that. And, and and personally, knowing what some of the long-term side effects are uh, with COVID, uh, I don't know if I really want to take that chance personally. Right. Um, because, you know, here's an interesting story. Again, kind of it's on subject, but off subject a little bit. You'll see that. I tend to go off subject on occasion. Uh, last year, actually... Um, the very first person that that, that, that passed away from uh, COVID uh, was on November 17th in Wuhan. Uh, and I, because of going to med school, I still get tons of med, medical journals. As a matter of fact, my inbox is, is, I really need to clean it out because I've got so many of them saved. Uh, but on Thanksgiving, one of the medical journals put an emergency Bolton out saying that there's an extremely contagious virus uh developing in wuhan china and their concern was that it would escape wuhan get into the mainstream public in china and then from there spread across the world which is exactly what happened Mm -hmm. uh but i remember on thanksgiving frowery myself watching tv me checking my phone seeing that and and you know we 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 run you know with outbreak we run a a, a slew of different entertainment options and i even mentioned where i go this is this has the possibility of affecting our business so we have to keep an eye on this uh little did we know how bad it would affect not just our business but everybody's business um you know uh, and 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 that's that that's the reason why when our government says they didn't know until January, uh, late January, early February, um, I, they're, they're, they're feeding, they're feeding you a
1: line. Um, the, even the major news networks were talking about this in December as being in China. Like you, you knew it was happening. Like, so,
0: so, and, and that's, you know, we, we mentioned about vaccines to protect other people, you know, I'm one of those people, and, and so is Ferrari. We wear a mask all the time. Mm-hmm. I'm actually high risk. Um, you know, I, I have lung scarring. Uh, I've, I've gotten pneumonia twice. My doctor flat out told me, look, if you get this and it's a bad strain of it, there's a very good chance I'm going to end up on a respirator. And as we've seen, you end up on a respirator, you... On a ventilator, mo- yeah. On a ventilator, most of the time you do not get off of it. Right. You die.
1: Right. Well, and I, I don't know if you touched on that yet, that there are there are multiple strains of COVID. Yes. And how do you create a vaccine to prevent multiple strains of a still-mutating virus?
0: Well, I'm going to go one better on you on that, though. I agree with that. I, I totally agree with that. I, I'm not disagreeing at all. How do you create a vaccine that is 90 to 95% effective when the tests themselves range between 70 to 85 percent uh uh pot in other words correct um we see a lot of false positives uh and so that that leads to another problem of okay so wait a minute you can come up with a vaccine that's going to be that you know that that 95 percent protective but you can't come up with a test that's going to tell me whether or not I have this for sure. And that's, that's a serious problem. Um, it's a serious problem all around. I think the way this has been handled as a whole has just been a, a a laughable debacle. Um, you've got people that don't want to wear masks. I mean, we live in the state of Florida. Our, our governor decided months ago, Ah, screw it. We're going to open it up. There's no restrictions. You can do whatever the hell you want. Thankfully, a number of places actually have put in their own precautions of we're not going to let you in if you don't wear a mask. Um, you need to get your temperature checked, although uh, I've got news for you. Temperature checks are eh, hit or miss. Yeah. Um, it, 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 by that point, if you already have a temperature... Um, you already uh, have a serious problem. Uh, They've also realized with COVID that when you're asymptomatic, when you first catch it and you're asymptomatic, that's when you're the most contagious, actually. Um, There's a new study that just came out this week that said that. Um, So, I mean, these are the things. you got people who say, oh, I don't want to wear a mask because of my freedom. Um, Well, what about people that, really want to be protected what about their freedoms? so their freedoms not matter either um and that kind of well i know you're about to say something so i won't go into what i'm going to say next well
1: i you might be going into what i was going to say anyways um uh we do have a lot of freedom as americans um sometimes we have too much freedom um
0: well that's gonna get you heat
1: yeah you know what (laughs) i've said it before i mean it And we've seen in other countries around the world that, okay, they're going into lockdown. And, I mean, there probably were people complaining, but the majority of people understood that for the greater good, we have to go into lockdown. We have to shut things down. We have to restrict, you know, um, social gatherings and wear masks. And, I mean, in Asian countries, because that is where most of our flus and stuff come from anyways... They regularly wear masks out in public, anyways.
0: They do. Um, actually, I want to bring something up about the lockdowns that you mentioned, mm-hmm. and this is something that a lot of people missed. Italy, when this first started, Italy, and we had a friend, we had a couple friends actually that were over in Italy when this first started, and they couldn't come back to the states right away. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh. The funny thing about Italy, and, and I don't mean funny, ha ha, I mean funny is in, wow, th- this is really like that bad. Um, they gladly accepted help from the World Health Organization. Now, you can say whatever you want about the World Health Organization. But if you look at most of the countries, the World Health Organization has been involved with with helping with this. Uh, they've actually done better than the United States. Mm-hmm. Uh, we actually, the World Health Organization offered us tests to test for COVID, and we turned them down. Uh, we 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 outright said no. We'll develop our own, and it took us about ninety days. Well, know, maybe sixty days before was we actually. But there were
1: sixty days lost that we yes, could have been testing people.
0: Exactly. Um. And so at any rate, in Italy they brought in people from the world health organization that were in Japan Mm -hmm. and they helped uh, um, lock down Japan and, and keep the rates low and everything. They walked into Italy when before, went before Italy. I mean, Italy just started their lockdown and they went to the people in charge and they're like, this is, this is like child's, this is like a child's playground. Now they're, they're like, you're not even close to taking this seriously. And if Italy wasn't taking it seriously and we've seen what they did in Italy, can you imagine what they would have said about the United States? I mean, look, I love GameStop just like the next guy. I love playing games. But GameStop is not an essential store. It's not something that needs to be open. Um, and people are going to say, well, the economy will suffer. Really? How many of you have placed an order with a credit card? I can tell you right now, earlier today, I placed an order for something with a credit card online. Um, I've ordered groceries with a credit card online. I've ordered stuff from the pharmacy mm-hmm. with a credit card online. So you're going to tell me that, that everybody's going to stop buying things? And you next thing you can come back to me is, well, not everybody has a credit card. Well, you got stimulus money. So, it's either going in the bank, and you have a debit card at the very least, or it was going on a prepaid debit card that was given to you from the government. Right. uh, With that stimulus money. We can
1: talk about stimulus money, too. There are other countries in the world who did a much better job of taking care of their people, and not just stimulus money, but delivering essential groceries and things like that, like Mexico—
0: uh, you know. Okay, well, I'm glad you mentioned Mexico, because me, obviously, for obvious reasons, Ferrari and I have have a special interest and a special place in our hearts for, for Mexico. Um, and yes, Mexico has drug cartels towards the northern part of the country, uh, but the government worked out a deal with the cartels because the cartels are actually in good with the people in certain cities. Of delivering food to, to people so they don't have to leave their houses. And they, they are doing their best to take care of their own people. The United States pretty much... Look, the United States failed you. Mm-hmm. They failed all of us. And they have been failing us. It's not just COVID that they failed you on. You know, I love how Trump, how how everybody says Trump, you know, brought up these tax cuts. I have news for you. If you are not a multi-million dollar company, it's not a tax cut. What it is, is it's a deferment that you're going to have to pay at the end of the year.
1: And then you're actually going to pay more taxes in the coming years based on his plan.
0: Now, I want you to think, yeah, and Ferrari's right on that. But I want you to think about something taxes serve a dual purpose Mm -hmm. they pay for necessities that we need to run the government but they also go into a high yield account a high a a high yield interest account what that means is is over the course of the year the money that you're paying in through taxes is making the government money as well Mm -hmm. so it's paying for what's necessary to keep the government running until they overspend uh and it also makes more money. So they're making money off of you. When Trump decided that that he was going to cut back on that or eliminate the payroll tax, what he's essentially doing is, and, and this makes me really wonder how smart of a businessman he really is, is he's saying that we're not going to end up making interest off of your money. Any smart businessman would never do something like that yeah that's incredibly stupid
1: i think we could dedicate a whole podcast just to the whole tax scenario so i don't want to get into that no too much i, I, I'm fair um, with that. I think we should segue into since you have mentioned his name a few times um let's talk about well i the election is over everyone has seen what's happened in the election um at this point, it was yesterday. We're we are we're recording this on Thanksgiving. It's November twenty sixth. Was it November twenty fifth? I think that they finally started letting Biden transition. I
0: think it was Tuesday night. Was it Tuesday night? I think it was so Tuesday the night. First
1: full day was yesterday. Yeah. Um. Due to Trump and his uh, lawsuits and claims that the democrats and or biden tried to steal this election um the transition Uh Uh the office of the transition would not allow president-elect biden to start the transition process yeah it was the gsa yeah so um we're finally doing that um i know you wanted to talk about okay trump Not conceding yet, and... No, actually,
0: okay, look, what Trump's doing is illegal. Yeah. What he's doing is illegal. He's actually, he, he called lawmakers in, and electors in, from Pennsylvania. Uh, There was another state he did it in, and off the top of my head, I can't, I'm thinking it's Michigan, but I might be wrong, and he was trying to get them to go against what the popular vote was. And we're not going to get into the Electoral College and Popular Vote. I know can, Ferrari yeah. and I talked about that last night. No,
1: that's There'll a be whole a, other episode. <laughs> but, but
0: but what he essentially was trying to do is that's considered sedition. It, it, it's a coup is mm-hmm. what he was trying to do. Uh, he was trying to go against the will of of, of the American public. If you like Trump, then you're going to sit there and be like, well, who cares? Um, If you actually like America, if you love democracy, then you should be pissed off. Mm -hmm. You should be pissed off. What he did was sedition. It's incredibly illegal. Um, And, I'm going to be the first one to say it. I, I, I hope there is no pardon for him. And I honestly would love to see him dragged out of the White House in cuffs. Which
1: is a possibility because even if he tries to pardon himself from federal crimes, there are state charges yes. against him. So um, it just as like common sense, if you were to ask a five-year-old child, like we're playing a game and I got more points in the game than you. Okay. Who won? You did. That's, I mean, that's pretty much it, you know, like, and, you know, a sore loser will whine and cry and say that, you know...
0: Alright, let's leave Monopoly out of
1: it. Oh, yeah. (laughs) That's a whole other story. (laughs) Uh, uh, (laughs) There there are sore losers and there are sore winners. (laughs) But the point being is that Trump is a sore loser.
0: Yes. Uh, and he
1: is, he is like a little kid who is crying foul and saying that, you know, Oh, you cheated to win. There's no way I lost, you know, like, and it's the same rhetoric and the same dialogue that he was using against Hillary Clinton four years ago. It's like a broken record.
0: Yeah, it is. It, 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 as a matter of fact, it's so close like it's so if you play so similar. Things
1: side by side, it's almost exactly the same
0: and 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 I didn't like Hillary Clinton either. Um, as a matter of fact, I'll be the first to admit I was not real confident voting for Joe Biden, but I there was no way in hell that I was going to vote for Trump again No. because the writing was on the wall and what he was trying to do. And we're not going to get into everything on this show. you You're going to have to tune into future shows mm-hmm. as far as things that. He's publicly said that he wanted to do um, Mm -hmm. or people in his administration have wanted to do. Right. Uh,
1: And and, and, I mean, we can go back to the fact that he wants to be Kim Jong-un, you know, he, he wants that power. He wants that authoritarian, you know, fascist, you know, power like Kim Jong-un has. And, that was what we were fighting against this, you know, this election.
0: Well, and, and, and I mean, here's the thing. I look when Trump won the election, mm-hmm. I, I wasn't happy about it. When he, when he won the election in 2016, yeah. I said, look, don't like the guy. I, I, I not happy that he won. Uh, because again, to me, I realized nobody wanted a politician in office, but, that's like saying you want a podiatrist to do brain surgery. Mm-hmm. You know, unfortunately, a politician knows the ins and outs. Um, letting someone that has no experience in politics at all and is just a reality show host. Right. Be the leader of, you know, what many consider the best country in the world, mm-hmm. including myself. You know, look, it, 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 I love America. I would love to see America thrive and bring back uh, the days when we were the best country in the world. Um, you know, where other countries worked with us. That was not going to happen with Trump. You know, no, uh, and we knew that that w- was not going to happen. And, and and I mean, a big part of 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 that is. He is all about himself and the people that he surrounds himself with. If you don't pledge undying loyalty to him, you are not going to last. You want to know who, who, who as far as I know, the one that lasted the least amount of time was Anthony Scaramucci. Mm-hmm. And it was because he, he refused to pledge, pledge undying loyalty to Trump. And that's not what this is about. I mean, we have men and women in the military, which he's insulted numerous times, that have fought, so we have the option of free speech. So we have the option of even doing this podcast and saying that our president's, you know, our present president, you know, is an idiot. Right. Yeah.
1: And you go into, you know, a guy who's such a such a good businessman and who has filed bankruptcy how many times and now come to find out had had and has all of these loans and liens and he's so far in debt and everything is, you know, so, so which is it? Is he a great businessman who, you know, has paid millions of dollars in taxes or is he a terrible businessman who, you know, has a whole bunch of losses and only you know, paid $750 in taxes. Um, I don't want to get into it, but in addition to that, he's a conspiracy theory
0: president. Oh, I'm glad you mentioned that. Um, and I know, uh, go, go ahead. Say, say what you already told me before we even record this, that you're going to mention.
1: Well, we're going to talk about conspiracy theories and Trump loves Alex Jones. And everybody pretty much knows who Alex Jones is at this point. Um when Mark and I first got together, Mark was super into Alex Jones. But that was at this point that was sixteen a long time 16 ago. and a half years ago. Um, there, it's one thing to talk about conspiracy theories and be interested in them. Like, I will admit, like, my favorite is the lizard people. Like, that, you know, the reptilians. That, you know, the reptilians are, you know, like, the royal family and certain politicians and whatever. Like, I just, it's kind of my thing. Like, I don't hardcore believe in it, but I think it's interesting. So, um, Mark was super into Alex Jones, and he'd be like, oh, look what Alex Jones posted on his website, look at this, and I'm like, okay, this is a little bit much for me, and that was 16 years ago. That was before Alex Jones was hardcore yelling about frogs and whatever else he was talking about, and, yeah, right. <laughs> Frogs Here, will turn you gay, is that what it was? It's, I don't remember. Something like that, and or gay frogs. Or, I don't know.
0: Regardless. Yes, I did listen to Alex Jones, but then it got to the point where he was saying things that were outrageously out there. Uh, and then it moved towards every 15 minutes he's showing his merch. Mm-hmm. Uh, for those that don't understand what showing his merch is, he was trying to sell stuff that he was getting kickbacks on. Make oil. And yeah, for the <laughs> most part, um, that that's what it is you know uh telling people to get ready for world war three or a civil war and build a bunker and stock it up with all these products that he sold and everything else and once you got to that then it was like okay you're not doing this because you believe it you're doing it because you want to sell your stuff and now At that point in time, if you were into into conspiracy theories like 20 years ago, and I'll give you an example. About 20 years ago, I remember sitting in a bar with my father saying that at some point we're going to see a president that's not going to leave office. Mm -hmm. And I I believe at the time I actually thought it was going to be W, Uh, but Boy, was I wrong. Um, w was actually very gracious when he left. Uh, I do think, though, that we may see that happen this time around. And so I wasn't that far off, even though I said it 20 years ago. Mm-hmm. You know, um, it's not like I said this for every single president. I didn't. I just said, sometime in our lifetime, we're going to see this. I also said sometime in our lifetime, there's a very good chance we're going to see this country on the brink of civil war. And we're not that far off. Now, when you look at it, Republicans, 70% of Republicans, so just roughly half the country, 70% of half the country. So, you know, I'm I'm well, horrible at math. No, but- I mean,
1: well, if, even if you want to go into... Even if you go with how many people voted, 100, 150 million people voted in this election. So half of that is 75 million. 70% of that is over 50 million people. It's actually closer and, to 60 million people.
0: And they believe that Biden rigged the election so he win. Okay, look, I've got news for you. If the Democrats were going to rig it so they win... They would have won the damn Senate.
1: Yeah, we wouldn't be waiting for runoff elections
0: in Georgia. So the, the fact is, and I agree with Biden, look, the country needs to come together. Mm-hmm. The problem is it's not going to happen with, with all of these people sitting there. And they're still, it's funny. It's like people like me, that said, okay, you know, when Trump got elected in 2016, let's give him a chance. And it was roughly about a year, year and a half later, where I'm like, okay, he had his chance. No. Yeah. um, Just no. Uh, You know, you're not hearing that from Trump supporters. Uh, as a matter of fact, all you're hearing is that we stole the election. And that's why Trump... <clears throat> is starting all these court cases. And I'll say the same thing that pretty much every single judge has said. If you're saying that there is voter fraud, present proof. Mm -hmm. And if you look at it, they haven't presented any proof. Look, they can lift a binder anytime they want. We've already seen that they're not against filling a binder with with blank pieces of paper. Yep. Yes, there's writing on that, but you can't see what it says. Uh, Looking at it, they don't look like... Some of them look like official documents. Some of them look like hand scribble on a piece of notepad paper. Right. You know, the conspiracy theory thing and QAnon, which QAnon is actually... Considered, uh, they're 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 looked at as a domestic terrorist group, um, and you have all these people believing. And, and think about this. Think about just for a minute. Clear your mind and think of how ridiculous this sounds. That a ring that's populated by the some of the strongest people in government, some of the most influential people in entertainment are all getting together in the basement of a pizza parlor sac- you know having sex with underage children pedophilia and sacrificing kids mm-hmm. really in the basement of a pizza parlor come on i it's gotten to the point where if you believe half of this stuff i i from a psych aspect you need help you know um Nobody gaslights better than than, than Trump's followers. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll, I'll give well, that they, much. they
1: learned from Trump, you know.
0: You know. Uh, um, but, again, that's a problem that, that as much as Biden wants a country a country to come together, it's not going to happen until that's fixed.
1: Well, and I think now we need to talk about it because it, there used to be Republicans and Democrats. You know, conservatives and liberals. It used to be pretty simple. But there's a much wider spectrum of people now, and it's not just like Republicans and conservatives are on the right and Democrats and liberals are on the left. No. There's that group of very right-wing, believe-in-conspiracy theories. Some of them are QAnon people, you know, that are very far-right that want to, you know, keep the country, like, in this very conservative, very, you know, it's, it's like a, it is, like other people have said it's like a cult, you know, they want to keep everything the same, they don't want anything to change, and then you have your moderate Republicans, which are, you know, they believe in conservative values, they don't want to pay a lot of taxes, um, they believe in free market business, and, you know, not having to take care of not necessarily not take care of people but they don't so much believe in the welfare system and things like that they believe that it's more individualistic you know and you can kind of put libertarians in there too that they're not republicans but they don't want to pay taxes and things like that
0: well Um, i want to Go ahead. I just want to, and I'm sorry for interrupting, no, but I okay. want to add something into that. No, we can. Since talk you're about talking about groups. that, but if you look at companies like that, like I'll use Walmart and Amazon. Oh, as I was talking about examples.
1: companies. I was talking about people in general. Oh, okay. Well, I was just talking about people and where they fall on the political spectrum now. But if you, we can talk about Walmart
0: and. Well, Walmart and Amazon, um, pay some of the lowest taxes or no taxes. Um, or get
1: refunds at the end of the year,
0: and 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 those refunds typically don't go to the employees. As a matter of fact, a study came out within the past two weeks that um, the two companies that have the most people on public assistance happen to be Walmart and Amazon,
1: and McDonald's.
0: Uh, yeah, and McDonald's as well, and I'm sure there's others. I mean, yeah. I, I, yeah, just... I
1: didn't see the whole list, but yeah, those are the most recognizable names.
0: You know, and, and that's, I mean, there's people that work in and, and I know people that have worked in Amazon's warehouse that they don't get time for a bathroom break. Mm-hmm. So, you know, give me the nearest Gatorade bottle. I got to take a leak. Right.
1: And you this, know? I think is going to be another one of the, this will probably be part of like the tax episode. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there's definite corporations and billionaires who don't want to pay taxes. And we could do a lot with that. Um, you want to talk about, like, people who are in the center. You know, you have your, your moderate Republicans. Um, now, most people who consider themselves liberal are actually, if you were to actually talk to, to experts of the political spectrums and things like that, liberals are actually center now. Like, things that we think of here as liberal Like, you know, maybe, you know, like, having public education and healthcare and things like that. Most other developed countries in the world, that's, like, center. That's, like, yeah, you're gonna go to school, you're gonna get healthcare, you know, things like that are considered pretty center. That's not a progressive thing. It's, that's a, you know...
0: It's because if you ask people like Rubio, they're going to say it's because they're socialists. Oh,
1: well, yeah. <laughs> we um, could probably have a whole thing about Rubio.
0: <laughs> you know, um, I, 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 again, that that's the reason, <gasps> oh, though. Oh, okay, yeah, go ahead. <laughs> that's a big reason, though. Not the only reason, but that's one of the big reasons why Trump won Florida, though,
1: mm-hmm. is
0: because the Latino community in Florida, a lot of them... Did come from Cuba. Yes, and so when and to they... them
1: socialism is a horrible, horrible word because that socialist system became very corrupt.
0: Well, socialism is is ripe for corruption. So and is capitalism, though. No, I agree I mean, with you. So <laughs> is capitalism. So you have to balance the two. And 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 again, it's it's one of those things. like and we didn't say this in the beginning of the podcast and, and I'll, I'll go ahead and say it myself. I'm a Republican. I would probably label myself at one point. I would have labeled myself a moderate, but moderate now is, is, is so opposite of what it was 20 years ago. Right.
1: And that's what we were trying to kind of, you know, talk about right now is, um, yeah, you, you're not really a moderate Republican. You, have I'm nope. a lot further left on the spectrum, but it's because you do. You believe that, you know, in taking care of the people who can't take care of themselves, you know? Like, you know, I was reading something the other day about like, when you ask somebody what do they do for a living, like, do you realize how much, like, you're putting on of saying, like, you have to work in order to be worth living? Yeah. Like, you know, we don't we don't uh, uh, like as human beings, our life is worth more than what we do to pay the bills.
0: Um. Well, there there's a lot more that goes into that. Um. I, I mean, it's it's we we put so much attention on. You're right. What someone does for a living, or or who mm-hmm. they are, or you know, I I you know we outbreak. If you're not familiar with it, I mean, we 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 do stuff with film and entertainment as well, and one of the things that 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 I hear from people that are in film a lot is that they're tired of looking at you know being looked at just because they're an actor or an actress. They want to be looked at as a real person, uh, mm-hmm. and and that's you know I mean. You know, again, I, I came, you know, both of us came from, from the pro wrestling world. I, Mm -hmm. I, I don't, you know, yes, that's great to be recognized from that, but I'm more than just that. That doesn't define who I am.
1: Right. And just because, well, not just because, so you should not have to work in order to have a decent life, I think is what I'm trying to get at. Like someone who's disabled Or can't work, you know, our elderly, our kids.
0: Okay. You know,
1: that's, you know, that aren't providing any sort of productive means to this society, their life is still worth being decent and being able to have health care and being able to, you know, have decent food available.
0: Okay. I'm. I'm glad you mentioned that because for the past uh, probably about 12 years, uh, I, I, I used to work for a, a, I used to be a computer programmer for a major company. I'm not going to say what company it was. <laughs> um, just because I, I don't, I, you know, that, that's, if you know me, fine, you know what company it was, but I'm not going to, I'm not going to put myself in a situation where someone can can come back at me with it. Um, They laid us all off. They took stimulus money with the first recession. Mm -hmm. They built a center in India, and we actually had to train them to do our jobs. And then we were laid off. Um, Ever since then, getting even close to what I was making then Mm -hmm. is near impossible um i finally now have an opportunity to come close to that um in, in the future but getting close to that for, so every single time i would take a step forward so the government would do something to kick mm-hmm. me backwards and that goes along with with well you're not you're not as wealthy as i am or or you're not as your family doesn't come from, from, you know, blue blood for lack of a better term. Right. And so therefore you're just going to suffer. Um, I personally, I don't want to see anybody suffer. Look, no. if you're truly homeless because you have a disability <clears throat> or if you're homeless because, you know, uh, in, in this case with, with the pandemic, that should not happen. No. We were told by the Trump administration that if Biden got in office, we would see lines for food pantries spread for miles. Well, last I checked, Biden is not actually president right now. He's the president-elect, and we're seeing that right now. Mm -hmm. We're seeing Congress go home and have nice dinners with their families. Thanksgiving and for Christmas and everything else when a the government is on the verge of a shutdown on December 11th mm-hmm. and you can't pass a stimulus bill you, you have Pelosi that won't take a step back you've got Trump going ahead and doing all of these things and the Democrats won't stand up for it you have a couple that will you know uh, for example there's two in Florida Carlos Smith and Anna Exami. Both of them, they're very vocal Mm -hmm. uh, when there's a problem. And there are other Democrats out there that are vocal. yeah, I mean, on the
1: national level, you've got AOC especially. Yeah. um, Who's been calling people out on Twitter now. Like, now that she's been reelected, she really is not going to shut her mouth, Um, which is a good thing. We need people like that to actually stand up for the people. Um, And I think, you know, you're talking about getting laid off and things like that. It's not like our parents and our grandparents who could get a job out of high school and work there until they're retired. Well. That doesn't really happen anymore. No. Most people from your age and younger end up switching careers three, four, five times.
0: I've already switched careers three times.
1: Right. And you th- went in, now you're going to school twice.
0: Yeah. For something totally different. Yeah. You know, um I uh, you know, the, the the fact is is our grandparents, if they if they weren't immigrants, okay, and a lot of grandparents mm-hmm. were, but if a your lot grandpa- of our
1: yeah, I mean my grandparents and great grandparents, and same with you. Too. My great
0: grandparents were immigrants. Mm-hmm. But if you were their age, you pretty much had a job. If you were our parents' age, you pretty much were guaranteed a job. Growing up, at least me, and I'm 46, mm-hmm. I was always promised, oh, there'll be a job, there'll be a job, there'll be a job. And then when I graduated, no job at all. And so my generation was completely lost because we were promised something. We, 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 were, we had it set in our mind, okay, I'm going to work at the Chevy plant or I'm going to work for the family business. Or what have you, mm-hmm. and then nothing, mm-hmm. and our parents didn't do anything to help out our generation. Right. The fact of the matter is, our parents screwed us, you know. Um. Mm-hmm. And 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 I mean, I'm not, I'm not saying uh, yeah. No it's hatred. not. It's
1: not personally like you know like my parents screwed me or your parents screwed you. It's as a whole that generation, just let things. Go downhill
0: without
1: making, you know, it's always supposed to be you're supposed to make things better for the next generation. And the last two generations really just were like, well, we got ours. So, well, and that's why
0: I'm glad, you know, I'm glad we kind of got into this because I, there's certain family members that I tend to argue with quite a bit. (laughs) Um, because they tend to support Trump and they, they, they would post gaslighting memes and they would sit there and, you know, try to fill my head with crap and, and everything else. The fact of the matter is, is they were, they were against the protests and, and things like that. And Mm -hmm. in a future show, we are going to get into police brutality Mm -hmm. and things like that. But I don't want to get into it yet. And there's a reason why our parents for the most part and and most of the public for that matter not just our parents but even people like my age like Ferrari's age mm-hmm. they watch mainstream news instead of actually watching independent journalists online with the independent journalists online they're watching these protests from a from a non-biased view they really are just taking their cameras out there and filming what's happening without giving commentary so you can see what's happening in their homes, and, and, and their, in their neighborhoods, in their backyards. So you can see what the protests are doing. You can see uh, the police brutality. You can see, and, and don't get me wrong, it's not all police brutality. There have been a number of, of police officers that actually have been great. Then there's been other ones that for no reason whatsoever have attacked people and not just attacked protesters, but attacked medics have -hmm. attacked media and not just independent journalists, but attacked mainstream mainstream media as Mm -hmm. well. And, you know, that, that needs to stop. You know, Mm -hmm. if, if Biden really wants to bring the country together and, and I do, I I wish him all the luck in the world, but he needs to do that. But it doesn't, look he can't do it by himself everybody that's listening to this and even the people that aren't listening to this it starts with with us and i'm going to be the first one to admit i i got i i don't think that i can put aside all of the verbal abuse and the attacks um from Even family and friends. Yeah. I don't think I can put that behind me. Um, Being called a snowflake just because I said, well, let's give him a chance. What? Because I don't support him 100% that that's your problem. You know, I'm not going to say what my answer was because I am trying really hard not to swear on this podcast. Right. But you can guess what my answer was. And. You know, if you go around, this is the first time we've had a president that aligns himself with racists. Mm -hmm. And you could say here and you could say he doesn't bullshit. Mm -hmm. You know, he aligns himself with militia groups. And you could say he doesn't bullshit. I mean, all this stuff, if you were to watch independent journalism, you actually would see with your own two eyes. And I sometimes get the feeling the people that support Trump really don't want to see the truth. You know, they—they um, they, somebody put something up about, uh, you know, the difference between Republicans and Democrats is—is is, uh, Republicans embrace the truth, you know, where Democrats, you know, uh, something about you know fear lies or something along those lines I probably have this totally wrong (laughs) because I don't have it in front of me basically
1: Uh, it was republican way is the right way and if you think otherwise then you're wrong like that's what it sounds like yeah whereas you know I'm I'm registered as a democrat but that's you know we talked about this like I am very progressive you know there's And that's what I was trying to get at is like, you know, there's liberals aren't like the most of the younger generation don't consider themselves Democrats or liberals. They're progressive or they're left, but they understand that with our two party system, you have to align yourself with somebody and the Democrats are closer to what we want to accomplish. It's easier to pull somebody who's already a little bit left, more left than take somebody who's way far right oh, and yeah. you know pull them across the aisle but um
0: well again you mentioned you mentioned the liberal thing one of the reasons why a lot of people probably don't want to identify themselves as liberals um is because now it's gotten to the point where if you're labeled liberal, you might as well be labeled communist or socialist right. or anything else. And it's
1: so funny because liberals aren't that way. Like, liberals don't want don't want to be socialist. The progressives and the leftists want to be that way. Um, but, um, oh, I lost my train of thought there. Um, but that was, oh, I know what we were going to talk about. The Republicans and Democrats, when it boils down to it, the the old school Republicans and Democrats are basically the same thing. Yeah, they're they're politicians. They're gonna be bought by the corporations and the lobbyists. Um, you know, we can go into. I believe that there should be term limits for Congress and and the Senate and things like that, because otherwise you're going to get corrupt. There's a reason that we have term limits for the president. You know, we should have term limits for these other offices as well, because you sit in that office, you're going to get, you're going to get bribed. You're going to get corrupt. Um, this episode, I hope it doesn't sound as word vomity as I feel like it was. Like, well, it, it's it, our first, it's our first one for A Great Day for Freedom, Um, I definitely hope that everybody gets on the Facebook page and the Twitter and tells us what we want to talk about more, you know, like, and we can maybe just, like, pick one thing and and then we can, you know, go off on tangents, but we were trying to get, like, a good mixture of what's going on in the world and, you know, what we're going to be talking about on this podcast and things like that, um you know, it's, it's not all going to be like, you know, Trump's a fascist. Um, no. because soon he'll be gone anyways. Uh, <laughs> no, and don't think we're not going to call out Biden once he's inaugurated either. I mean, you know, no. he's got a lot of work to do. Like you said, um, there's a lot of things in this country that need to be fixed, but he, he better, like, listen, Listen here, man. <laughs> well, Look, man, Joe Biden with your aviator glasses. You better do what's right for the people of America because we'll definitely be calling you out, and I know other people will too. So.
0: Here, here's, the, here's the cool thing about this podcast. I wanna first off, I want to touch on something about Republicans and Democrats. Mm-hmm. Republicans boss around Democrats because the Democrats are not they're not showing a backbone. They're not yeah. pushing back. You know, yes, you have Pelosi pushing back by saying, Well, I'm not gonna take a stimulus bill that's less than two right. the, trillion dollars. The
1: old school politicians, the ones who have been there and have been playing these games, are continuing to play these games back and forth.
0: But they're not seeing that the people are suffering by doing that. Look, there's sometimes you need to give and take a little bit. Mm-hmm. But a lot of the a lot of the Democrats are not standing up for anything and to be honest a lot of the republicans because they were they were they were and again if there's a republican listening to this that's that that's a that's a politician mm-hmm. that wants to dispute this by all means you are more than welcome to be invited on the show but a lot of the a lot of the republicans seem to be afraid to actually stand up to trump because they didn't want to be on the end of a Trump tirade at right. four thirty in the morning when he's on the when he's on the crapper tweeting away. Yeah, you know. Um, again, this is another thing. Is is that you know it's great that we have a president that's so integrated in social media. Unfortunately, he uses it as a weapon. You want to see how? It, 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 go to his Twitter page and look and see mm. how many of his posts have been flagged. Right, that should tell you something. You know, so this podcast is it evolves because every podcast evolves. Mm -hmm. They start off the way this is it's starting off. I mean, we don't have video right now. Um, Mm -hmm. I mean, we could have, but it just would have been a little bit more of a pain to set up right now. And
1: right. I think this was a good introduction to what we want to talk about. Um, and you know, just touching on social media, Joe Biden and Kamala Harris have been very active on social media. Um, yeah. That might be one way they're able to help unite the country. Um they seem like they have good social media teams, and I say social media teams because during the what would have been third presidential debate but was actually um the second because the second never happened, um as Joe Biden was making points, his team was on Twitter live tweeting those as if they were coming from Joe Biden. I don't know if many people saw that. um, Only because I get notifications on my phone from certain people. Um, I noticed that, that he would make a point or he would answer a question and it would immediately be on Twitter. You know, he's not standing at the
0: podium tweeting.
1: 78 year old Joe Biden can't work that fast.
0: (laughs) No. And and I do look, we mentioned we would call Joe Biden out if he did something wrong. And, I want I Joe
1: Biden on the podcast. No, I'll,
0: I'll, <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll call him out for something right now. One of the people that he named to his board mm-hmm. on climate on on, on, on climate change um, used to work for DuPont. DuPont, mm-hmm. um, we're originally from New York. DuPont was one of the biggest offenders of pollution for the longest time. Mm-hmm. And they still are. They, st- I mean, don't get me wrong. DuPont comes up with stuff that we use every single day. Right. But unfortunately, a byproduct of much of what they make, you know, is polluting the environment. Uh, and look, I'm not one of those types of people that, that sit here and, and says climate change is the be all end all. But I'm also not somebody that's going to sit there and deny it either. Right. You know, we, we we're not helping the planet. All the planets are warming up. But we are not helping our own planet. Right now, this is the only planet we got. And until something's set up on another planet, and it's feasible for, for us to do that, which Elon Musk is working towards, I'm not even going to get into his views. But, <laughs> you know, until that happens, we need to take care of our house. And mm-hmm. Mother Earth is our house. Uh, so we will call out Biden for things, and that's one of the things I strongly disagreed with. You know uh, of of and I forgot the 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 person's name, but he was one of the heads at Dupont. Uh, and so we are both now. Uh, real quick, I'm gonna try to wrap it up real quick. Unless Friday do you have anything else? Uh,
1: no, I was gonna look up the guy's name, but it's not ah. really that important.
0: Uh, um. <laughs> oh, go ahead. And say what you're gonna say. No, I was just up. gonna
1: say. Um, yeah, we're probably gonna kind of end this, and I I'll let you finish it. But um, yeah, I. Just created a Facebook page. I'll start inviting people that I know are going to be interested in it, and we'll be sharing it on the Outbreak Podcast Network um, Facebook page, the Outbreak Entertainment LLC. Um, I know you're going to create a Twitter page for it. Yeah. So um, we can be active on social media with you guys. Um, please interact with us on social media. Um, you know, I say this on every podcast that we do the wrestling, the MMA now this one. Like, we want to hear your feedback. Like, please tell us, like, what you think of what we're talking about and what you'd like us to talk about. Um, please engage with us online about topics. You know, we know that some people aren't going to agree with our views. Mark and I don't even agree on certain things. Um, you know, and we'll get into that on different, you know, things that we're going to be talking about, especially probably the tax one, I think we're probably going to have some disagreements about. Um, but I'll let you go ahead and close this out.
0: All right. Well, one of the things, and I mentioned this when, when, when I real quick, I'm going to try to make this as, as, as quick as possible, because I know we are approaching actually we're slightly over over an hour. hour. Um, The podcast, we're going to try to keep them as close to an hour as possible. might go over a little bit, might be under a little bit, but that's how it's going to be moving forward. Um, As far as the podcast itself goes, um, you know, again, I will invite, you know, I I, I invite anybody that wants to come on, you know, uh, especially once we're starting to use video. Mm -hmm. The one thing that I ask, and I I say this very publicly, I'm very public on, on my views. I do not like private messages with people that disagree with me. No, put it in public. Because if you feel that strongly about it, you'll publicly disagree with me. Mm -hmm. Um, I noticed that as soon as I mentioned that on one of my pages, all of a sudden I stopped getting messages, but people stopped commenting because they didn't want to disagree on something publicly. Um, If you come on this show and you say something and we fact check you and, and we can dispute what you're saying, we will ask you to back up your claims. If you can't back up your claims or if you decide to change the subject or deflect, which happens quite often, um, you will be called out very, very publicly. Um, Even after the show, when we post the show, I will call you out very publicly. Um, Because I don't have a problem admitting that I'm wrong. If I'm wrong, I will own up to it. I will apologize. I will admit that I'm wrong unfortunately now in this day and age we we always talk about cancel culture we talk about this we talk about that really what y'all have to do is own up to when you're wrong um and own that if you believe in something own it mm-hmm. you know so again we want to thank you for for joining us for this um hopefully this is only going to get better Uh, but yeah, if people want to be on, um, I will tell you right now, uh, probably, uh, for guests of the show, we're going to use zoom. Yeah. Um, that way we can, we can record it and, 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 uh, we'll have video. I do know there's a number of politicians that have actually knew that we were doing this, uh, that have contacted me about wanting to come on. So hopefully we can make that happen as well. Uh, and it's not all going to be politics. I mean, sometimes we're going to... No,
1: I know we're going to talk about social issues and things like that, and I, you know, I think we should talk to real people about, you know, how things affect them. Um, Yeah. You know, I mean, it's not just us. I mean, we have friends from all over. We have friends of all different races and religions and all people who are on the LGBTQ spectrum, and, you know, we have people who you know real people that are affected by different things that happen in the world so um no it's nice to be able to talk to people like that no
0: i'll say it right now i'd love to have someone from the lgbt community on there because Mm -hmm. again i come from a from a from from an age where where at first it wasn't accepted now it is accepted and i totally accept it Mm -hmm. and embrace it it's like look hey that's great you know it live your life man you make yourself happy but sometimes i might say something that's offensive uh to either you know a person of color or someone in the lgbt community and i don't mean it to be i i I genuinely like am trying to be nice when i say something and it's 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 i'm not wording it in the right way and that's fine if you're out there and you want to come on and discuss something, please contact Ferrari or myself via, via the Facebook page or what have you. And we'll arrange something. Uh, we'll arrange a time, what have you, because that's, you know, we, we want to include the public in this, but we also want to include politicians as well, because I think they should be held to a different standard. Um, uh. It, not not, not a ser- different standard. No, they, they should they be held serve- to the same standard that we are.
1: Yeah, they serve the public. Um, you know, I mean, w- the reason we called this a great day for freedom is, you know, we went back and forth talking about what we wanted to call the podcast. And um, the best way to have freedom is to use it. You know, and like you said earlier, we have the freedom to discuss what's going on in the world without fear of repercussions, you know, from our government, you know, because we do live in a free country that we're allowed to speak our minds and things like that. We're very grateful for that. Um, you know, but I mean, freedom comes in many forms. Freedom comes in the, the right to vote and freedom comes in the, you know, right to live your life the way you want to. So, um that's kind of what our whole point of doing this is, is to just
0: keep, keep the freedom rolling, I guess. Right. And yeah. It- <laughs> and, and real quick, I, I, I need to actually give a shout out on this too. Um, the, we named it that, um, mm-hmm. a great day for freedom. Um, the song that is, you heard in the beginning, uh, and you'll hear at the end is great day for uh, great day for freedom from Pink Floyd. um, uh, from the pulse album, uh, and 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 I, while it wasn't meant towards the United States, uh, I think it was very fitting um, when Biden won the election. And that's yeah. why we decided to choose it because we finally felt that we didn't have to worry anymore. Mm-hmm. So thank you all so very much. Hope you all had a very happy Thanksgiving if you're in the states. If you're in canada hopefully you guys all are staying safe and staying warm and we will do this again next week is my hope so uh talk to you guys soon thank you so very much On the day the war-